guys, welcome to the Fake Deep Radio. On this show, we'll be discussing popular culture, art, music, and design through our unique perspectives as young Nigerians. Let's get it! Power Rangers, we're back together. Yes, yes sir. I've been more than a fix. Me person produce for my juice don't fix. Why are you the big for juice in public? Fuck. <laughs> I'm on camera. Guys, let's fucking put this shit in. Yes. How far now, guys? We are back from, we're back from the Thumbbury. Yes. You know. Blue Mountain. Anyway. Welcome back to a new episode, guys. Guys, went to the mountain to pray. Huh? Me, I wasn't praying, sure, bro. You know, actually, she prayed. You prayed. I prayed, man. You prayed most more than all of us here. Yeah. Stumbi was actually fantastic. Yeah, yeah Stumbi was great, man. That was incredible. It was so nice to leave the city. Guy yeah, was in lovely break. I did tell you. But you know, the maddest thing is when I came back, I felt like I, I, I hadn't had a break. Oh yeah. I literally felt tired. It's because back. when Are we came crazy? back, we got thrown into work. But yes, actually, true. that's why. Once you came back, like straight to work, and everything was just intense. Yeah. Yeah. What was supposed to happen when you come back? No, it was a crazy <laughs> work. May I? May I zoom in? Let me zoom in. Tommy was great, Chad. Yeah, Tommy was no great, light man. pollution. That was my favorite part. Ah, like the silence. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, yeah. No the fact pollution. that we could just go outside right. and hear nature, literally. That balcony by my room where we just sit, it was in the night, total darkness. Yeah. Like, we had to do racism all day one night and just catching a vibe. Vibe. Like, we have just chilling. We're intoxicated. I wasn't. Yo. That's fake news, bro. <laughs> what is it? Hi. <laughs> Yo. No, but yeah, it was it was quite nice. I mean, it was very nice to like retreat, relax, listen. Just focus on the things that matter, actually. I can't lie to you. Nature. Now I'm spot. I want to do that every week. I swear to I want God. To go one week in Toronto, one week away. One week in Toronto, one week. Me, away. I just want to be somewhere by the beach. Like I don't care sugar where beach. I am. Sugar beach, sugar beach, no. Summer don't enter. No make now. What else? Sugar beach, sand, water. What else? What else do you need? Fire. The three elements. <sighs> Fair enough. <laughs> are, you are, you, are you Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> if we start to call you Krishna, now you get it. <laughs> I don't get his hands, bros. Free me. But yeah, man, it's been it's been a great two weeks. And also, man, thank you to everybody for bro. Uh, you know engagement and support and everything the love has been overwhelming like the numbers are doing good the analytics are looking great thank you everyone for the feedback mm-hmm. we appreciate it that's why we're here again to record you know a brand new episode because of you guys we are back again oh we're back at it again emotion, emotion, emotion. Oh <laughs> anyways thank you everybody Welcome back to the Fake Deep Radio. Yes, Cheers. sir. Today, Nino Dubu Pop today, I'm so happy. We've not done it yet, though. That's not an introduction. Let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. <laughs> Run it back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back, back to, to the, the Fake Deep, Deep Radio. Radio. <laughs> 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 today, we have Khan, CLB, Wazabanga, and Odudu Bariba. <laughs> <laughs> I, I own it. What's up? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Charlie boy. <laughs> Fuck your niggas. That Fuck all so trash. Of that nickname is legendary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Man. Fuck your niggas. Odudu Bariba. Actually, you guys put eyeshadow. Fuck you guys. Yeah, man. You guys bob skin too. I tell your papa. And wait without your chain. Actually, that's the complete look. So yeah, today we had um, a few questions. Maybe I'll start with a question. Today is Sunday. <laughs> Today is Sunday. Guys, guys, guys. What? 
Davis shirt. Oh shit. Sunday school. I can't prepare. Oh yeah, actually says oh that damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I beg, I beg. Ashish, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Hit me. When last you go to church? Hmm. Oh, Jesus. That's a very interesting question. The last time I was in church was Easter 2019. That's yeah. actually that's not bad. That's okay. not that, bad. Considering, yeah, that's why I said I'm going to heaven compared they, to you guys. Uh, uh-uh, relax now. What do you know about me that you have compare in, yourself to? Yeah, where do you know me from? Heaven, bro. It is a heaven. Straight away to church. Now more than that. What do you mean? That's not bad. Considering it was COVID. Yeah, hundred percent. Because when I was in Niger, usually if I'm in Niger, like it's tradition, if you're at the house every Sunday when you wake up in the morning, you go to church. Yeah. But because of COVID, like churches were closed and everything was online. Everyone mm-hmm. was doing like Zoom, yeah. whatever service and stuff. So I ended up not going. But yeah, in Canada, of last course, time was 2019. Yeah. That's definitely the reason why you didn't go. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing yeah. Else. yeah. Sorry, continue. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, yeah, you? Easter 2019. What about you? Are you talking of online or physical? And both. <laughs> or both. The two. See, it depends on what you define as church. Oh <laughs> because the Bible says, that where question, two or three are forward, gathered bro. in his name, he is present. Mm-hmm. Right? Fine. Preach. You know me say that's not church. But that's a church. No, no, actually, well. Is that, it? Yes. That's not a church, but that is, that's, you know, God, just God is there. That's fellowship not church, no? No. Church not just the name. I mean, at the building, the physical space. Church not organization, people. I know they do organization. <laughs> <laughs> I did do Fortune 500 company. My own, my own worship, not a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's based off of that, if you're talking about the building, the, the organization, all this lingo. If you're talking about the organization. <laughs> I'll say to that man, it's it. But this guy said But if yeah. you're talking about the community, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So it's not even funny. That's not even. That's not even. Novex, which community be that? Community fellowship now. Which fellowship? Where did hey, no, you don't go Sabia? The WhatsApp group. <laughs> you don't go now, don't worry. Where did it happen? But does that matter? Now IG group. She does that matter? Mm, no it doesn't matter. matter. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, 2019-ish. Can yeah. minus 2018. So you can't even laugh me. No, now, but like so that's the same last time I physically went I mean, to a, the house of God. But I've connected online, <laughs> and you know, I've connected. I've, my spiritual life has you know really advanced since that time. You know, yeah, same growing relationship. Well, no, well, no, really good church because good church is not necessary for salvation. No? For salvation, yes. <laughs> which kind? Which kind of salvation? Salvation, man. Why you the good church? Me? Yeah. No, you answer. You why last you go to church? Why you? Why last you that you are talking? Last I go to church. Yeah. I mean, I go to church every day. Ah. This guy's about to drop lyrics. So when I talk community now, he thinks I talk nonsense. I, I, you know, I communicate to my spirit man every day. My spirit that's man the, is on fire. That's the, that's the, that's, that's the question. When last you go the organization? I did do fellowship with them. Yeah. <laughs> so now yesterday, Abby. Actually, I never go to church. I mean, I went to Nigeria like in 2019. Yeah. So that was the last time I was in church. But since I come to Canada, I never go to church. Okay, so I never go to church for Canada. Yeah, and you've been you've been here for how many years again? <sighs> Fuck, four five years. Daddy, Six? Daddy I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, Daddy, you'll be alright. I'm joking, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've actually not gone to church since 2017. I've been in Canada for four years. No. What do you think is the biggest reason why? <sighs> well, there are many things involved. Mm-hmm. But let me just say, okay, first of all, I think. I think the thing about the way we're brought up, right? Let's just start from there. 
you go to church without knowing why you really go to church. Mm-hmm. You go just enter church. Exactly. They go. And it's like, I realized that, okay, first of all, let's look at the two main reasons in Nigeria why people have this relationship with God, right? It's either you need something from God or you're going on a walk with God, like to know God, to, to you know how they do fellowship. I know God... <laughs> Those are the two things. Like. To be honest, yeah, fair enough. But I don't. Right. The second one is not very evident in Nigeria, anyways. That, like the whole like walk we go and trying to do. No people do. A lot of people. Do. But that's the thing. A lot of people. It's it's hard for people to go to church for that reason in Nigeria. I feel like it's True. hard for people to say, okay, I'm going to church because I want to know God more. Yeah. Most of the time, they don't. They're not really focused on the God aspect of it. They're mostly focused on the religious aspect. Well, and what they can get. What they can get. Mm-hmm. What they can get. Which of their enemies they can. They, a lot of times, people go to Nigeria. Bruh. People go to church in Nigeria with fear and war in their head. Is if I don't go, this bad thing will happen to me. See, and if I go, this bad thing will happen to somebody that wants a bad thing to happen to me. I know what I realized. When you move out of Nigeria, a lot of your, like a lot of your prayer points disappear. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been solved. Today, ah, for yeah. fuck's sake, somebody's, man, <laughs> somebody's prayer point is, God, let them pay me my salary. I never received salary for six months. That's God, let my salary come. Why the fuck are you not getting salary? Fair enough. Do you understand? Yeah. There are some basic shit, like there are some very, very basic things that should not be prayer points. Now, if you are here, everybody's chilling, there's light, there's internet, you they go your job, train, they work. Who is trying to feed you meat in, the, in your dream? Like nobody gets no, that time. I wouldn't really say prayer points, like they evolve. Because at the end, whatever situation you find yourself in, you still have problems. No, but I, of, of course, like problems are not we're not talking about problems yeah. now we're talking mm-hmm. about you're, we're talking about this whole idea of like going to church from a Nigerian perspective yeah right yeah and the way we were brought up mm-hmm. like I said so we're going to church every time I remember this day when I was in this service um, that was actually one of the last spiritual religious t- things that happened in my life I, I, I remember being in this service I was probably like 12 or 11 I look like tears in my eyes that day man. <laughs> 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 that's, that service was actually bad. I'll yeah. never lie. But one thing I realized about church is my favorite part of church is not even message because I don't trust the man that's up there with his, his own traumas, his own man or woman, with his mm-hmm. own traumas, with his own limited understanding, and he's interpreting this sacred book mm-hmm. and giving it to me, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the main thing I loved about church was the music, mm. uh, choir. Mm-hmm. When choir, when all those, they are. Praise and worship choirs are really amazing. Bro, yeah, like church choirs. Do you understand? So it's yeah. like, but then that service, I mean, yeah, the service was mad. The pastor was on gate, he was on form that night. Lyrics on lyrics on lyrics. It was mad. Wait, which was, was that? This was, I was going to Good Tidings that time in EBJ. Anyways, so I remember tears in my eyes. Fuck. But yeah, so after the service, you know when the pastor now does all of you that are led yeah. to drop 100,000? years old. No, 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 no. Okay, me. Okay, I just okay. didn't remember. Sorry, sorry. People, they go. Mm-hmm. You understand? <laughs> so the pastor, I, th- I think his name is, I can't remember his name. But anyways, it was just mad that the next, I'd be like a month after, mm-hmm. my pastor, because it, it was a guest pastor that came to the church. Yeah. My pastor now told us that this guest pastor, after the service, was asking him how we could share this money. Basically, the money that everybody had like come out to give in the end for God damn So the guy cast it. So me, when I heard it, I was like, hmm. So this that cruise I was catching. Nah, lyrics. All that was just <laughs> Was it actually lyrics? They just carry money. 
Shenanigans, bro. <laughs> the guy just they use me to do it, but so so for me, I mean, like what what I'm trying to say is that right from when I was in Nigeria, I started having doubts about the need for church. Of course, right, and I think everybody had that as mm-hmm. well, right, just because of the way how sketchy. Yeah, pastors are in general. Yeah. So that was one thing. And I realized that I thought about it and I was like, that feeling I got, whether the pastor was coming me or not, that feeling was real. Right? Yeah. It was real. The music was real. That's mm-hmm. art right there. And it's a mm-hmm. different kind. And art is spiritual. Yeah. Right? Music is spiritual. Yeah. So what I felt there was legit, but I can't get that without the scamming pastor. Yeah. Do you understand? But the thing is, it's just that's still marketing. At the end of the day, because marketing is meant to feed into your emotions. Marketing, marketing, marketing on yes. whose side? The church side. The, the pastor side. Right. Because think about it this way. Let's just use something as something as as um, basic as let's say the Apple event now, right? Mm-hmm. Watch the Apple event. I watch the Apple event, and before I go into watching the Apple event, my man is these niggas are scams. Mm-hmm. Apple. Prejudice. Scams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I watch it, and then in my man, I'm looking at it, I'm like. I want this iPhone 13 Pro mm-hmm. because they have connected to something inside me. Mm-hmm. The way they have packaged everything, mm-hmm. the lyrics, the video, mm-hmm. the music, the sound, everything is all marketing. The performance, you know, the of, performance the of the event. True. That's exactly what that pastor did. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? He packaged the lyrics, the music, everything came together to give you that emotion of this is what I want. And then obviously most of the time using, adding fear tactics to it as well. Mm. Pay your tight or you'll be you be useless. Anust- Anust- do this or you go to hell. Do Anust- this one or you go to hellfire. I don't Anust- give a free that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one thing I know they ever miss. I know they actually ever miss offering. I know they give offering for shit. I do give offering. Have a- Fuck that. I, do- I will go give my money to one picket. O- offering I usually my change. I don't go lie you, I never for my life. Let me know. This is a bit too much. This is a bit TMI. I don't go lie you. I drop it, drop it now. Tell us. I've not given offering more than 100 100 now, even he, okay. Well, you never go to church here, David. Even that time I did, you can't convert. <laughs> David, I think this whole like church thing is interesting, right? Of course, for me, I think my, my beliefs have evolved over time. Yeah. like what you're saying right now is really interesting because it is true, right? They they come and perform, of course, like their, their sermon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it connects with a lot of people is not because they are blatantly lying or they are trying to coerce people there is that obviously mm-hmm. but it's like there's something true mm-hmm. in the message mm-hmm. that they are trying to get across yeah. I, I actually believe there is a divine of call course. it what you want god allah buddha of whatever cross cultures so there's that it exists mm-hmm. but for me i think it is about a personal relationship mm-hmm. with that divine mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. what they do is they know how powerful that is something that our minds cannot comprehend we cannot mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. and a lot of them are very charismatic, very mm-hmm. eloquent, mm-hmm. and they come and they just look different. Like this guy has connected to this thing more than me, more let than me, everybody. He's on a new level, ideas, yeah. and they just come and you know, they can use that in sinister ways, right? Yeah. One thing I observed is when I was younger, and I used to go to Sunday school. So like they would drop us at church. My parents go to the big church. I was really young. Mm-hmm. I was very, very fascinated by the Bible stories. They were so interesting to me because yeah. whenever they were teaching the stories. I used to just visualize it. It seemed like a storybook. Do you remember that cartoon? Yes. That now. Bible story yeah. thing, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whenever I asked questions, it was a problem. Like, whenever I asked a question, just explain to me yes. more, it was a problem. Yes. And I never thought about it. It's like, why were, why were they pushing so, pushing back? It was like, don't ask it. Like, mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. to be asked. This thing mm-hmm. is this thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Then you grow up and you start to get more information and realize that 
those Sunday school teachers, yeah. they were teaching the Bible to the limits of their own understanding. Exactly. exactly. The Bible, my own understanding of it now, I took a course in grad school by this professor. He's called Frank Arbo. Mm-hmm. He studied mythology mm-hmm. and he was explaining like the religious books to us. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is not a book to be read literally. It's not a storybook. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they, if you want to understand the Bible, the first thing to look at is that it's written by multitudes of writers. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of lost books mm-hmm. that are not in the current Bible that we all read. Yes. So nobody's asking, where are those books? Why are they not in the Bible that they've packaged for you today? Is across multiples of timelines, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stories are archetypal. Mm-hmm. So, an archetypal story is a story that connects to. It's just like a, like, layers of stories that can connect to connect every human being and different times, different yes, timelines, yes. right? That's why they're different versions. And exactly. Like I remember when they would say, "Okay, the story of Abraham, yeah. an interesting one." The the the. The story is about sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice is something every human being can connect to. If yeah, you exactly. sacrifice today, yeah. you reap the rewards tomorrow. tomorrow. God told Abraham to kill his son. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. You understand? Yeah. The story of Job. Mm-hmm. The story of the many of those stories. Yeah. But the pastors will pick and choose. If today the agenda is tight, mm-hmm. they'll they tell you if you will die. And you see, yeah. are you born in hell? That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. It's like, I know, and that's the thing, like, going back to the question of why have I not been to church since? It's like when you move out of Nigeria, you get access to a lot of information, mm-hmm. right? You now have, like, I mean, Nigeria internet is very expensive. <laughs> Wait, which YouTube video, which Netflix, where I want to watch, yeah. no one explain anything. Mm-hmm. You understand? So it's like, when you now, re- when you now, you can now, like, look at all these things, look at the facts, look at the, you realize that these people were teaching you a book, a, a sacred book that has eternal that contains eternal truths Mm -hmm. and they are explaining to you from to get something from you and with their own limited understanding exactly do you understand so it's like you don't need all that Mm -hmm. you don't need you can just go directly to the source right and that's true because like i feel like for me as well that's the same reason why i haven't really gone to church here because i mean there are a lot of reasons but one of the reasons was what i was looking for when i was going to church i feel like the good thing one thing i appreciate for myself was like the later years of my like time of going to church, I knew the reason why I was going to church. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. when I was younger, I used to go to church was because it's just because we go to church. Just and right. And this thing that Ibel said was is, that's why I like I, I reacted a different way when he said that thing because it's like I grew up Catholic, right? And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about the Catholic church. It's like you have to do this thing called catechism before you do your um, first Holy Communion and before you do your confirmation, right? So there's the different stages. So there's the baptism, first Holy Communion, confirmation, and then matrimony and all those things, right? So I mean, I was doing catechism before my first Holy Communion. And catechism is basically just like they have this little book where they teach you about the basics of the Catholic faith, right? You mm-hmm. know, the Trinity and all of all those things. So they teach you all over that, right? And I remember like I was in the class, I was in catechism class one day and then they're teaching us a lot about the Trinity and you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit and all of that. And then I asked our instructor that day, I was like, very basic question. I was like, sir, and I feel like this is a question that every child has ever has asked. It's yeah. like, who created God? Like very basic, like very just straight up question. I just ask him, who created God? Like, okay, you're telling me, okay, there's God, there are different versions of this God, but who created, you know, God itself? Where did he come from? And he just looked yeah. at me, I said, don't ask those kind of questions because you go to hellfire. Right. That was that's <laughs> literally what he told me. Oh my God. And when he told me that, I was like, hmm. I feel like I cannot lie to you. I cannot forget that day because I think that, those that, things thing, stay with that you. thing awoken something inside my head because it was like, at that point, I was too curious. Yeah. So my 
spiritual journey has always been finding answer. That's that's how I've always just focused my spiritual journey, right? Because I believe that Christianity is based off of a lot of things. You know, religion is based off of a lot of things. But mine, for me, was like, okay, I'm trying to find a lot of answers, a lot of answers to unanswered questions. Because there are a lot of unanswered questions, like why are we here? Why why do I have five fingers? All those kind of things. Of course. Mm -hmm. So back to my point, it's like the reason why I've really gone to church is because when I was in Nigeria. I felt like, like you said, there are a lot of limitations, right? You know, internet, blah, 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 work, stress. stress. So I felt like the church was Lights. the place where I could go to find these answers because these pastors or these spiritual leaders, they, had put, they, they, they put themselves in like a position where they, they felt more. like, yeah. where it, it felt like they knew more. Exactly. Right. So exactly. I, I would go to pick their brain and say, okay, what can you teach me about the reasons why I'm here? Yeah. But since I came out of that <clears throat> box, which is Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen exactly and i've i've been able to get a lot of information by myself first of all i've been a lot i've been able to connect spiritually by myself mm-hmm. that's why when i tell you about community things i live at the bank <laughs> you community, <laughs> community things are here you don't understand that's but like so- i've been able to understand a lot more by myself you understand yeah and i feel like that's the reason why okay now i feel like what about information that they were giving me back then like looking at it and looking at i start to poke holes into yes. some of the sermons that I heard some yeah. of the sermons that stayed with me some things that he said that I do not agree with yeah. you understand and I'm like okay why do I why can I because first of all everybody is is a, is, a, is a known fact that spiritual journey is a personal thing so why would I why how would I attach my personal spiritual journey to this man that I don't even believe in what he's saying exactly I don't even I don't relate to what he's saying first of all I don't relate to his struggles I don't relate to his life and the stories and the things that he's telling me I don't believe them of course. You know so it's like that's that's just my reason why I've not like I've I'm not I won't say that I'm going I'm not going to church because oh I don't believe in God. Of course. No, 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 no. I very much believe in God. You understand? But my spiritual journey has is and has always been a, a personal aspect. I don't know. Way. I don't know if just to follow up on the point of the spiritual leaders. Right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw recently, but the president of Rwanda, yeah. Paul Kagame, that's he has mandated that every spiritual leader across all religions get a degree in theology. Yeah. You can't just wake up and come and say. Um, God or me and him registering or yeah. he texted me on WhatsApp last night and now I want to. <laughs> it's know. true. But isn't that the norm I'm, right now? No. Like don't pastors of, actually have to go through bro, no. theology In Port Harcourt, eh? there's a church every 10 minutes. <laughs> every 10 minutes. Yeah, just walking in the road, there's a church everywhere. You just see, the same you thing all over My yeah. enemies must die by fire. <laughs> now. <laughs> you see, name of crusade now. My husband find me now. <laughs> now. <laughs> I understand. Something I found interesting, just I'll, um, just to finish that point. When I came here, yeah. the first time I went to church here, mm-hmm. I just followed like the people I was staying with, my, the family friends, yeah. to their church. Yeah. I noticed some very important things. Yeah. When the it was a small church, really yeah. like a family church, maybe like 50, 75 people. Yeah. And I was now just asking questions, meeting people. Yeah. And I realized that the pastor and his family, like his daughter and son were the ones that led choir. His mm-hmm. wife was like also a minister. Yeah. He has a day job. Mm-hmm. He's actually an engineer. Yeah. So that's not his church job. is not his job. Yeah. He's just you know like he probably has a degree in theology. Yeah. He's yeah. led to yeah. do it as another thing he's doing. Yeah. Once during the service, there was no call for offering. Like it's not part of the service. Yeah. If you want to give at the end, at the back, on your way out, mm-hmm. it is there in your front. Nobody. No pressure. You. It is not a business <laughs> model. And it was so interesting to me. I was like, hmm. And I, the service was amazing. It was just like going to a conference and meeting like-minded people exactly. and just meeting new people. Exactly. Beautiful music, good vibes. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember those services where 
you'll be looking like Omo and Paul. Bros. Niggas are dropping. People do this to show off, especially in Nigeria. Big bags. See, yeah. harvest, harvest period <laughs> in, in Nigeria, in Catholic church. You go see, they go, they advertise, they, they get this thing from my church, for Nigeria, for Lagos then. It's called Pillars, Pillars for Christ. You understand? <laughs> so they have like, Plastic pillars, like they, they they shape it in the shape of pillars, like obviously they have that's to put money inside. Now that one marketing, and they write like figures on it, right? So they write the figures, both. So you see, so there's 500k. So it starts on 200k. It's 250k, 250k pillar, 500k pillar, one is million, that five million, ten million. Jesus. So yeah, my church, my church basically in Lagos is all these. It's like is is it's one of the popular churches on the island, right? So that's where like, all them politicians and stuff is go to. Mm-hmm. So you know, like I said, there's the 200k. Pillar, 250k pillar, 500k pillar, 1 million, 5 million, 10 million. And it's written boldly. 10 million. 10 million. It's written boldly on the on the plaque. So right? everybody can see. So everybody can see what's the, the amount you're carrying. Um, you see pressure. So you can see maybe six <laughs> weights now. It just did like auction, like beating. When Jesus. it's harvest starts, they'll just be like, okay. And they, the way they break down the harvest, right? It's mad. They'll say they are different, they have different zones. They'll be like, this today is for people from the northeast. Sokoto, blah, 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 blah. Today's people from the middle belt. They're not saying, if you are from the middle belt, if you went to university in the middle belt, if your wife is from the middle belt, if your children went to school in the middle belt, come out and show support for the middle belt. You're not come. This one, this one, this one, this one, as you are coming, do not so say, wild, by the way, we have pillars for the but, church, pillars for Christ. You come out on your way out, any pillar you feel like you want to give to the church, you bring. So if you, you give, if you go one drop for 500k, you don't get 500k. If you want drop 100k, uh, they go send the mail. Uh, no, you go, you go put them for envelope now. Hold, they go carry your information now. After church. Also, now check. Now, they, oh, you, go, you go, you are committed to it, basically. Okay, so after committing. church, you okay. they, 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 At least in a cash. No, 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 no. It's not like it's cash that they put inside. Basically, you carry the pillar. Yeah. And you like when you because the ushers have the pillars. Once you, if you are picking a pillar, you not write your name, so so amount. Jesus. You now go and you drop the pillar in the offering running. But you are walking with the pillar from the back to the front. So everybody see, ah, this guy don't oh, carry no Come so, on. So as they start, when the harvest they start, people go carry five hundred k, one million, right? But as you are going in towards the end, you go see people don't start to carry five million, ten million because you go start to see ah. So G carry 500k. I got carry 1 million. Yeah, actually tension in niggas. Carry 1 million. I was going to carry 2 million. You understand? Yes. And another thing, another harvest. <laughs> this was the funniest one, right? This was my church. This one is my church in ABJ. They do this thing where <laughs> they, they, they break them down by clubs. Football clubs. clubs. Football. So today, for my you fans, I'm not going to. There's league, league table. I'm not looking. Stop I swear to Almighty God, I'm not lying. I don't believe. I'm not lying. I don't believe. Oh fuck! See, I'll find pictures and I'll send it. What's the name of this church? I know if you cast them. Why you know if you cast them? Saint Rita's Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you detain you like that? Jesus. <laughs> for basic clubs, they do for. And I, that's not the church that does it. I know a lot of churches do, and they do like a league. But because in the harvest, this wow. before every harvest, in before every harvest, <laughs> this is new wait, very wait, wait, new wait, information. Wait. Before every harvest, right? They have targets for the amount of money you should like they want to they want to make make from that harvest, and they usually like say, okay, this is for this, this is for rebuilding the church, this is for building the Reverend Father's house, this is for this, this is for that. You know, they allocate the money and say, okay, this is our target, this is our budget, right? Mm-hmm. And so how they do the thing is okay it's like a football league now right that's just one part of the harvest obviously they have the states and all but the football part of it is like arsenal fans we are going to raise this certain amount of money so every like Jesus. let's say this harvest is for arsenal fans you come out with your money with your goods with your eggs anything that you want to donate to the church and they tally it and during the end of the harvest they now look at the club that has supported the most and that's how they now get the winners the first, the second, and first. Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ. 
Okay, see, this is this is this is a problem. That's why when I tell you that this whole church thing is all about marketing and branding. No, okay. See, and is I, I see this. First of all, what? let's let's take it deeper. Like this is madness. <laughs> that I've never. Hey, I'm very surprised I've that you guys have not seen. Wait, no, 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 I've only seen you, a video you on, on. You don't go to Catholic churches, right? You guys don't go to Catholic. No, no, I'm not. Catholic. I'm not. That's why. That's why. I see, I haven't seen Catholic why. churches did they come? That's why. I, don't I mean, Catholic say, churches are. Uh, see, Catholic the Catholic church is an organization on its own. But in different countries, they have their. They are branded differently. Of course. So the Nigerian version of the Catholic church. Not found basically. See, is is actually mad because Nigerians they, they carry this, they carry this whole religion type thing on top of our head, right? Mm-hmm. And it's obviously giving these men and women yeah. a business model because faith is something that you can you can use to of make money. So. Because it's actually it's a very very nice it's and indestructible business good. model, mm-hmm. bro. Finding money and God to give you something. It's not me that's doing it. Before you continue, exactly. before you continue, you know that. Um, religious institutions don't pay don't pay taxes, right? Yeah. Number two, exactly. So it's like it's like I can sit up now. Maybe Even can arrest the run scam. Exactly. No, but it's actually mad because and I had the same experience too. I think a lot of all these little things happen, and I think it's also because. I, I, and I, I think I checked one time Nigeria even though we decry the religion on top of our head mm-hmm. we're not in top 10 most religious countries top 10 most regional countries a lot of them are European right mm-hmm. because of the way Christianity is there mm-hmm. and it's like it's, it's just mad how we this thing is so inside us and people are using that thing that need that hope mm-hmm. and they are using it to collect money from Nigerians hope it's, it, that hope you see that word hope it's so unfortunate it's so unfortunate because this is what happened to in one of the services I was in the pastor was saying I think he, he was doing first they had done offering they had done tithes yeah. then this one was now special mm-hmm. and I said um, first of all so you seed use your phone as a point of contact <laughs> for your business and you're going to sow a seed for your business, right? So ushers were going around giving out papers. Mm-hmm. So you write um, something about your business, hold, use it with your phone, and then you write the amount that you're going to drop. That you're sowing a seed for your business. What does your phone have to do? In a point of contact okay. now. So the the sync from God will <laughs> connect the phone. We connect the paper, enter the phone, then enter your business. Now so the person will pass through. Oh, the idea. Damn it. <laughs> So, so it was mad because after I did business, because I was in the service, I just observed everybody, just everybody, the standard. You know, they go first do, like you said, marketing. They go the music, the choir go first do some uplifting music. Yeah. Everybody go just do in the spirit. Spirit go tick for church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then next thing you know, now said okay, sow a seed for your for your um. Like if you're a man, so you see for your wife. If you're a woman, so you see for your husband. Yeah. After that, so that's two seeds. Not so two. After that, he now said, sow a seed for each of your children. God damn it. I popsy get five. But why would they sweat? I see. Oh, like, what's up? What's going on? Go yeah, what you go, you go plant it. Oh, that. Red guys, and I could see he was like, the spirit is leading. You go speak in tongues. The spirit is leading. You go speak in tongues. And I say, it's telling me, it's telling me, sow a seed for each of your children. Now dead it hits me and say, what? God damn it. <laughs> so if you can't get seven children, huh? Bros. What are you supposed to do? Why you last now? Five, five K. Bros. <laughs> that, I think, I think for me, that was it. And obviously, we've already had a lot of things. Like obviously, when in my 100 level service in chapel, when I saw Oedipo giving somebody blue, Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, don't anger the man of God. I'm like, right. what the fuck? What's going on here? What's going on? But there are a lot of all those little, little things that happen. And then this one, I think that was the 
that was the tipping point. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, man, yeah. this church thing really work for me. Yeah, and I, I mean, think it's because of Nigerian churches. Of course. Right? It's actually true. It's Nigerian because, churches. It's not the church itself. Because another thing that I look for when I go to churches, right, is, I'm sure, I'm sure I've used this word a lot, but it's the community. I'm not even joking with you because when I was when I was in the UK, I didn't I didn't necessarily go to because I used to start with the Catholic Church. I started I started with the Catholic Church. I started going to the Catholic Church. I think it was called Saint Saint Andrews or something. It was really nice, you know. It was everybody was nice. It was wholesome and all. Like you know, the priest was actually very friendly and all. So I still have conversations with people there in the church. But I didn't really feel very connected to the church, right? Yeah. Once I found this church, my friends used to go to call City of God. Right? Shout out to City of God. That's one of the best churches I've been to in my life because City of God was more than just a church. In Lagos? In UK. Okay. It was in, it was okay, in Newcastle. Okay. Like, this was when I was in the UK. It's, it's called, this church is called City of God. City of God was more than just a church. It was a, it was a community. First of all, a lot of people that were there were my friends, right? Yeah. And the religious leaders in the church, you know, the pastors, the deacons, they brought themselves down to a level where they were more than just leaders. They were mentors. Yeah. You understand? Like you could have one-on-one conversations with them about things that you were going through in university, in your personal life, in your relationship and stuff. Like, they brought themselves to live where we were like friends. Yeah. And they used to also do this like community outreach thing every Tuesday where like they invite youth from around community, black or white or Indian or anybody. They have like food, they have games, table tennis, snooker and stuff. And people just come in, free food, just come, just feel free, talk about your problems, just and the leaders are there. So it's like, when you see things like that, it's like, okay, this is, I know that, okay, in as much as I might not connect too much with the message, I connect a lot with the people. Of course. And and that's where you can start to feel comfortable enough to discover yourself. Yeah, You understand? Right. So, look at the, yeah, Different things. You understand? But Ashish, Ashish, like, what about you? you I, seem, I feel me, like you've, so been, you've, been, you've been holding things in your chair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have this many experiences in church especially in nigeria like when i was growing up my dad my family where we used to go to church but it wasn't a thing where we had they used to push us to go every single week right so that one day one big thing i'll talk about is when i came to canada the first time i went to church you say you go to church for the community for me when i go to church it's a message Mm. right for me that's that's the main thing that's the main show i'm there for and it was a big fucking difference when mm. I was here. You talked about being in CU. You talked about all these Nigerian churches where every single thing they talk about, they might be talking about salvation, but at the end of the message, in it will somehow lead to money. you dropping money. It's a funnel, yeah. Which was so very weird. <laughs> Guy, here, do you understand that all they actually talk about is how to make you better. a better person, mm-hmm. how to develop you as you said, a community, right? I realized that, okay, so I when I first came to Canada, I was in this tiny town called Cambridge, right? It was full of just white people. This Cambridge, like that. <laughs> bro, it was Cambridge is a, is a, is a, is a small town, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue, but bro. yeah, it, full, completely white people. Yeah. Then David was not there. I was the only black person in the school. I didn't know what to do, where mm-hmm. to go. I went to this church that was down the street. It was, I was literally the only black person there. Yeah. But I actually felt like I was in the right place like mm. i didn't feel out of place mm. because the community as you said mm-hmm. made me feel welcome mm-hmm. and the message was about how to develop yourself i feel like there are a lot of nigerian churches that our pastors that focus on other things apart from the Fair enough. Like, i've yeah. seen I, I mean i don't know too much like i think there's this pastor um i can't remember his name but he focuses a lot on like rehabilitating youth that have been affected by drugs mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. i don't know if wow. you've seen that guy on Instagram. in nigeria yeah 
in Nigeria. Like he has an Instagram page and everything that like, he shows their journey as to when you know he picks them up from the streets and then basically just you know gives them some sort of education. People donate and stuff, and they basically just start yeah, to yeah. show their development and stuff. I can't write his name. I can't write his name. If I find it, I'll put it in the description. But yeah, it's like I don't. I'm not going to come here and say that every Nigerian church is useless, every yeah, Nigerian definitely. pastor is useless. No, 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 no. I still see that sense of community, that sense of, you know, self-betterment in a lot of some, a few of their messages that I've seen here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's just the ones who have the most influence mm-hmm. that, you know, I have the problem with, right? Yeah. I remember like when I was, because those are the most prominent ones and yeah. the ones that have the ears of most of the people, yeah. right? I was in church and it was that time in Nigeria when there was a lot of on. Well, I put it there was a lot of unrest like mm-hmm. um what do you call it um you know terrorism yeah. local terrorism yeah. like um Boko Haram all mm-hmm. that stuff and I remember I was creeping into Abuja yeah. just like a lot of scares and like mm-hmm. things and I was in a service and they're praying you know just doing the regular pr- prayer I'm just you know going along and the pastor actually says that like we should pray against people who are Muslim like he's his prayer point was yeah, basically like I can't obviously I can't give you the words but the feelings stay with me that's why I remember it now it's about like they should die like what? they are bad what church was this? I don't remember to be honest but like Damn. I was like another religion because they are not your religion and some people have taken it to the extreme which are obviously terrorists which carry the word and twist it around which a Christian can equally do which say, Christians do do what, what am I even talking about I, right then it's also like you know look at it and look at the hypocrisy the way they look at African traditional religion mm-hmm. I'm like they look down on it so much it's and, I'm like, basically and I'm like them. bro before you were born what do you think your ancestors were doing do you think Christianity was here mm-hmm. Portuguese people brought yeah. it here yeah. and go to their country mm-hmm. they're not wearing it on their face cap everywhere it's not Bruh. their lifeline but nobody asks these questions yeah. nobody talks about these yeah. things because the idea of salvation faith church there's no problem with mm-hmm. that it's just people weaponizing it for very for very, very sinister exactly. reasons it's very annoying because exactly. like i said I, i've told you guys this for i personally think that religion is just fully based off of culture because i've done some research as to like other religions right and i feel like on the basic scale right a lot of religions preach the exact same thing preach the exact same message you know love patience sacrifice and all of all these things they, they have a basic message but based off of different cultures religions have interpreted these things into you know different rule books and different rubrics as to how to show your faith and how yeah. to show your love for god right that's why i don't all this one that i say okay because I, I, remember I was having a conversation with one, one, one christian one time and i was like i was like oh do you believe that someone will go to hellfire because they are muslim <laughs> and they're like yes so you yes. go to hellfire for <laughs> really? the because the bible says the only way through me the only way to the light is through me and right I, through god and through mm. being in christ and all. i'm like sorry before. and i was like do you think that's fair because you were born christian that's all you know you understand and the reason why you are christian now most of, mostly is because of how you were born yeah obviously you are getting answers for yourself but on the basic scale it's because of how you were born and there was someone that was born in afghanistan deep in the heart of afghanistan that was born as a muslim you understand that's it's all he knows you understand every self-betterment message he has ever gotten is from the Quran you know about love patience and everything is all from the Quran so he believes that that is what is the right way and somebody one westerner from somewhere will tell him oh no you have to you have to believe in Jesus Christ and this is someone that in himself is a quote-unquote good person right and because he doesn't believe in 
your own way of showing your faith. Yeah. You believe that that person should be condemned as born in hellfire for the rest of his life. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. I don't get it. So. And it's I, don't, like, I never understand it. It's, it's like, and that's why I try to tell people, like, the Bible is undisputed in terms of the truth it holds. Mm-hmm. That one is, of course. But to understand the Bible, you need to read around it. Of course. You, you can't just read the Bible and think you know what's going on. You have to it's read not a storybook. It's, it's not, not a storybook. Story <laughs> it's not. It's not a literal storybook because it's if it's a literal storybook, you ask yourself how chariot of fire <laughs> as in you come from heaven, pick person, carry and go back. Like, go back. Let's let's start to ask these questions. Around. So it's like it's like it's, you have to read around it. You have to read what was the context? When was it written? What was the message you're know, trying to tell? That's what was the thing. political situation? In what around? language in was what, it written? It was like, never written. You get what was the kind of literature that was going on in that time? Because literature has changed over mm-hmm. the years. Culture. Right? Exactly. Do you understand culture? There's so many different things, but. Anyways, it's, yeah. I feel like it's a lot to condense, unpack. Yeah. Like it's a bit, bro. The one that killed me, and I think I only realized it when I stepped out and I came. I remember one day when I went to Mountain of Fire, Jesus. and MFM. a Man. scene will never, never leave my mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mountain of Fire. It just came back to me now again. There was a man praying for his enemies to die. <laughs> And he was banging his head on a pillar. What? <laughs> concrete. Like, <hold> on. <laughs> this like particular this. type of Mado. This nigga held this column and he was like, die by fire. Die by fire. He has probably taken the story of Samson in the Bible. <laughs> in the feelings. No, but they oh. do that in Mountain of Fire. Really <laughs> well, yeah, no, but that, that's, that's a normal thing. thing. That yeah. is fire is a normal and, thing. And it's now that I sit back and I look at that church, you know, you, you, maybe it's night vigil, right? Yeah. You see, they don't shut down that Jabi road. Yeah. Boys don't. Boys don't yes. fool that Jappy side <laughs> for night vigil for Mountain of Fire that night. They are praying to kill their enemies. Let's think of this question. <laughs> and I feel like, the, guys, can I ask this question? Why is it that pastors, the way talk, say, God know they hear your prayer? Like, why did they say you have to be louder? I'm very confused. Because anytime we get prayer like session for any service or something, I mean, I go, this, I go to pray. They say, I can't hear you. They say, how do you want Jesus to hear your prayer? I'm like, First of all, mate. <laughs> what are you saying? First of all, mate. Big bros. Big bros. Come on now. Do you understand? It's like, there's some things that people are so used to. See, he said that hallelujah is too small for my God. David, see, I say it's just, uh, just to finish. <laughs> it just came to my mind now. Like, you know, after, you know, you don't the work, you don't the live life, everything don't do well. You yeah. see, they blow you, winter. <laughs> You know, nice. You don't go beach. You don't travel. Go abroad. You now have that image in your head. You just zoom out and look at the perspective of the church. Burst. See, like 1,500 people screaming for one full hour, banging their head on things. Die, 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 die. die. <laughs> think about that for a second. <laughs> just think about that for a second. It's like with all the things. <laughs> like what's going on? Like think about that for a second. Let's just put that image in our head and be like. What kind of poverty, suffering, what kind of what kind of illiteracy, and what 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 and what is it? That's my biggest issue with this church is because they know and they weaponize they, they weaponize the things that the it's people the same, in that country it's the are same, going It's the same tactics the politicians use, yes, no. right? So they're obviously all friends. Yes. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they are they influ- are. These they guys are influencers. Are. That's yeah. what they are. They are actually influencers. They are influencers. They are, they are, is, their own is not just Instagram. Exactly. They are very, like I said, they are very, they're very charismatic. Like land. But, but you see the thing is that, I, and I think also just to be, because yes, we can 
we can say it because now we've left and we can look back. But for people inside, it's that us. is their reality. But yeah. people are still getting aware. People are getting very aware Slowly. these days. Though. That's true. Actually. Because information now is is rampant. You exactly. People, it's getting people, better. People, people people start to know. You understand? And it's I I I, I love to see it. Like I, I like the fact that people now have started to go to church for different reasons apart from the fact that I was born Christian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting better it's now. It's getting actually. better now. But one thing I've always, I I just want to I want us to talk about because I feel like a lot of people try to shy away from all this conversation. I have a very important question. Why does a man of God have to own five private jets when people in his church are trekking from Lagos to Ogun State? Well, because he's, he's, he's scamming people. That's very No, wait, wait. That's harsh. That's, no, it that's actually is. But is it though? Let me tell you how. Okay, let's use um, Covenant, the church he owns, right? Mm-hmm. That church, Kenan. when he was building it in Living 1999 fits. or whatever, mm-hmm. he used to call out to members of the church to come and work, to come and work. Use as in he he he. What was it? Um, um, you are pledging your. Basically, he put it that if you work there, you're going to get blessings. You're sowing a seed. Yes, that's what physical he says. You're sowing a physical seed. People, people's parents that were like 50, 60 used to come there <laughs> to carry blocks and mix cement to build that school, right? No, wait, wait, wait. Now, that school, the school fees is one million naira, right? And there are no concessions for members of your church. Those same people that their parents, who are probably not so rich, struggle to build that school. They can't take their own kids to that school. And you are there with five private jets. Five private jets that you use for yourself, your sons, and your pastors to fly from place to place. You never, I've never heard of him use it for um, church use or like helping people out. Yeah. So what, what I is have it count, for? I have a counter argument. Before Tell you continue, me. sorry. I just have one quick question. What's your Oedipus day job? In the architect now. Okay. Finished that class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one I missed. I don't know. That, no, and I, I don't actually, think, information. I think that's no, kind no, of no, but I actually think he, but anyways. That's, that, um, yeah. That's not um, even information. But, um, uh, yeah, you were saying. I was saying the counter argument is, and I had this, I was asking somebody about this and they said, it's my money. That's the man of God. If he chooses to buy a private jet, that's it. I might tell me this nonsense. What's your what's what's wrong with that? What's the count? That's a counter argument. Uh-huh. As a man of God, you should not Why use your it? money to do that kind of thing. You should. I believe, like, if you're saying you're trying to help the people, right, and you have that much money that you can buy five, you can afford to buy five private jets. I don't mind you having one or two, but Jesus Christ, what are you using five for? <laughs> but the problem is now. This is where my own argument comes. If it's his money, mm-hmm. at buy ten five million private jets. I don't. Give, I don't care. But it's not his money. What is really the post day job? That's why I asked you. Where did that money come from? It's the church now. If that money came from the church, then it's not your money. <laughs> Simple. Hey, busy. Why did you laugh? I mean, it's just it's very very funny to me. Like my sense of it is that like power corrupts is like is like any other things. Like being a politician, you know, you see something that has the potential to you know, like you can see it probably has for me because these things they're agnostic, right? Mm-hmm. You. The, like it's not a bad thing to yeah. you know lead people in the right direction, mm-hmm. be a guide to people yeah. who are astray. When you see the potential to exploit, then you take it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like five private jets. For me personally, this is my own point of view. I disagree with the church and religion being a business model. Of course, like of it doesn't course. make any sense to me. It's if it's a though. business, they should be paying taxes, mm-hmm. but they don't. From somehow, they just find a very cute loophole to exist in this space. They don't pay taxes. They're just these guys that, you know, are leading the country to salvation. Doesn't make sense to me. Of course not. And I don't get it. Like, five private jets. 
I mean, that's how Quavo and the rappers do. It's a lifestyle. By the way, Oedipo actually did, I don't know if that's his day job, but he did finish. He did go to see you. <laughs> but anyways, no, anyways. No, let's say, you can say that he's making money from like the university and his school. No, I don't know what his day job is. Right? But that's not his day job, but he owns those things. So that's fine. See, in everything in life, you have to make money. To, you have to have money to make money. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right now, obviously, he has his businesses. He has his schools, his this and his that, right? Three but with all those things, you need there's a certain investment that you need to go into. You can't just get to school from nowhere now. That you understand? No. So let's why is nobody saying it? Let's know. <laughs> because it, it makes no sense to me. And it's I think it's 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 paining me because I, I, I've seen I have people. I have people personally and close to me that have personal affiliations with church. People that are so seed into this church, you understand? And they see, I'm seeing this. And I'm like, Shay, you know the, like, you know the gauge that you get. That's my biggest problem when nobody's asking questions. And I don't because, like kids. You know, I don't mind you running a church, but my, if I was running a church, like, I feel like I'll be transparent with the books. Like, I'll just put an Excel sheet. Or more, this is what we are doing. You know? we're actually building the church. Every member, even the one that's two years old go to Google Sheets and see this Excel. This is how much came in. This is how much is going out. There's no problem. I don't say don't run a church. Like, there is a space for that. But it's just like the the power trip. You understand? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. What what they do with it. And, and they use they use this phrase, oh, you're sowing seed to God. God, no, they spend my money. That's God it. is not calling my money with his hand. <laughs> let's be honest here. Let's I, stop this. Let's stop all of all these stories. <laughs> let's, this, this, this. Why would you tell me you're sowing a seed to God and you're saying you're buying a private jet for the work of God? What is that? Odudu, Odudu. We don't, we don't know if he's helping people, but we know he has five private jets. No, 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 no but he's probably... No, but he's, he's an international pastor now. He, he does like, do, do across stuff. the world. He does I'm not do defending stuff. him here because I don't know his business. Exactly. So, me, yeah. all I'm saying is I'm not even coming here to bash you. Of I'm course. I'm just asking questions. And I want transparency. Simple. I think they should be transparent. Of course. 100%. Because if... Yeah. Because whether I like to know, these are public funds. No, of you course. And if these are not public funds, these... God's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, we've talked a lot about like religion, I think in the larger context of like churches mm-hmm. and all that. But I think we started off saying like, I we think this thing is a personal journey, right? Yeah. So just we'll go across, do you guys consider yourself religious? And if you do, like how do you define religion or spirituality for yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. you can start. Who wants to start? Yeah, I can start. Okay. I mean, like I was saying earlier, sorry, yeah, for me, like the whole thing, the whole concept of religion has been very personal for me, right? And now at this stage of my life, I will not necessarily say that I am religious. I'll say I'm spiritual. So just before you, just to define religion, religion means the belief or worship of a superhuman controlling divine power, divine Mm -hmm. something. So belief or worship. Mm -hmm. And then spiritual is just you know, just being your in personal touch with connection. The and the soul. Yeah. Exactly. So I would say, based off that devotion, the, the definition again, I would say that I'm, I'm spiritual, right? I, I'm, I'm spiritual. And I have a belief. I do believe that there's a higher power, and I try to connect to that higher power on a personal level. Because first of all, I'm still trying to answer for myself what exactly the dynamics of that higher power is, yeah. right? But on a basic level, I, I try to focus on love. Right, I try to make sure that love leads everything I do in life. Love for myself and love for the people around me yeah. on an equal level. Right, so it. I think when I I've got to a level in my life where like okay, I believe in God and I'm you know I'm searching, I'm moving, 
I'm maneuvering my way through the whole thing and trying to understand a bit better. But at the core of my existence is the love for myself and the people around me. That's just that's just how I've decided to you know move with it because nobody knows all the answers, Fact. and you cannot go naive and think okay you know everything i'll be cocky and all of that and say okay i know this i should be doing this you should not do that you should not do that now nah. of course we are all first of all we all we are we're all born differently you understand mm-hmm. we all have different journeys and different struggles in life so we all have we've all seen this thing called religion and faith and watch it from a different angle and with different lenses. so we are all trying to learn from each other at this point and try to find out one truth we, we might never we might never find until we die only god knows right of course but one thing that is 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 constant is the fact that you have to live your life with love. Of course, you understand. Yeah. So that's how I decided to, like, you know, so go for about you, it's it. really love. Like that's what's at the center yeah, of it. I would say that that's. I don't say that's my religion, but I'll say that love is the center. It's at the center of my spirituality and my faith. No, no, no. Yeah. I love that. I that, think that's that's, great. that's a that's a very nice foundation to have mm-hmm. because I mean that's the message that if all all these are exactly is ultimately about exactly. love. And before, sorry, just to continue, like. Since I started focusing a lot on love, I've learned a lot of things about patience, yeah, sacrifice. Exactly. You know, some of all these basic messages. There, a lot yeah. of these are things that I've learned from focusing on love. Yeah. So yeah. Ashish. Okay, so me, um, religious. I don't think I would consider myself technically a very religious person. Um, similarly to you, I think. And you see, that's the thing nowadays, right? Which is why I'm always kind of careful when I use this. It's become an in thing for people to say, oh, I'm spiritual. I'm mm-hmm. not religious. Like yeah. it's, it's it's it feels washed off now. Yeah, yeah. But like as you I like the way you explain because yeah. that's very true. Like, okay, in the ideal sense of the term religious, a lot of times, how do you gauge quote unquote how someone is religious? Is mm-hmm. it by the number of times I go to church or is it by the exactly. number of times I pray? That, like yeah. see Muslims pray six times a day, yeah. right? But does that mean they are not bad people? Does that make them great people, right? Yeah. Or does that make you religious? Like, yeah. it's very hard to put a yardstick for these things. But yeah. I wouldn't say I'm super religious. I'm not someone as we answered that will go to church mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think, yes, I would still call myself a Christian. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. hold on to those Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I'm more spiritual these days because spirituality for me and i think in general is more about getting to know yourself yes. right it's yes. about it's a personal things and individual things between yes. you and your god yes and again religion for me preaches spirituality like mm-hmm. religion is trying to promote your spirituality between spirituality, you and yeah. this divine exactly. being, right mm-hmm. so yes i am definitely more spiritual than i would say religious but yeah. i still hold on to so, religious, religious beliefs, beliefs. Fair enough. and yes. as you said like love empathy yeah, how about do you, dudes? Do I go? Yeah, sure. It's not do I go. <laughs> For me, I think over the past like three years, everything has just mixed. It's like soup. Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's not soup. <laughs> <laughs> Why the Afang soup for kick? Cause now you know. Cause now happy now. Happy, Sorry, continue. Fuck your niggas. Um. So yeah, everything is kind of mixed. Mm-hmm. I would say, the okay. So we, how do we define religion? Before we said belief or worship. Mm-hmm. The thing is, worship is a you know these words, right? They tend to people fixate on them and they can lead you mm-hmm. in different ways. Because it's it's so I would say I'm kind of both, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it is like a Christian thing. Mm-hmm. when it comes to both mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. because I feel like no matter who you are whether you're atheist you're agnostic or you're religious you will pray mm-hmm. because you you're, uh, you want that business 
you won't go Shanghai yeah. to start business. Mm-hmm. You won't enter plane. You know no waiting to happen mm-hmm. for the future. Whether the plane goes, you go just talk say, I hope this business works. Mm-hmm. I hope this works. That's it's prayer. a form of manifestation. Yeah. That is yeah, prayer. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And for you to take that risk in faith, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we landed on, I mean, one day, one day, you just open your eyes. Fuck, I'm in this bitch. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Where they just push you from <laughs> roof. Then you fall, you just, you just open your eyes, you did it. Why no come as good? Why no come as warm? Why no be good? So it's like, ultimately, no matter what, because we we don't, nobody really knows what's going on here. Yeah. You have to be, you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. You have to pray and you have to believe in something. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but just to go back to, yes, I, I would say I'm kind of both, but like David said, and she said, it's more about understanding yourself. Mm-hmm. It's more about love at the yeah. basis. But I found some interesting ways to channel that. Mm-hmm. And I think a key one for me is nature. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a feeling you get when you, when you arrive at the top of a mountain and mm-hmm. you see the, the landscape and the mm-hmm. view. It's the same feeling you get when you look at the beach and you see the horizon. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's something spiritual on, on the on the sky when you're in the place where it's just open expanse of sky. Yeah. So for me, I've realized these days that nature is a good way to tap into that thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what to call it. I yeah. don't know the lingo, mm-hmm. but there's something there that's interesting. And also when I'm making art mm-hmm. as well, I channel that as well. Mm-hmm. When I'm listening to good music. Mm-hmm. Channel that spiritual, yeah, ineffable things, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, that's why gospel music is so powerful, and right. that's why Kanye West, Natif, songs like Come to Life. We don't get there, we don't get there, we don't get there. Do you understand? Like, you got sponsored, man. Why you all wear black? There's a feeling, it's and for me, just to summarize like it is is no more i don't have the words to attach it to because like i said it's all mixed mm-hmm. it has the like, ships they cook exactly it has gotten to a level where i don't label anything again it's a feeling and mm-hmm. it's you know that I, I definitely believe that there is there is an infinite intelligence that makes me wake up the sunrise the moonrise mm-hmm. absolutely in yeah. everything exactly you know, the fact that my skin is rich you know, shedding and coming back. Exactly, yeah. The trees are going winter and then exactly. there's def- exactly there's there's definitely something happening exactly. in the background. Yes. And I connect with that true nature and yeah. true making art. Exactly. And then I lead my life with love. Exactly. That's exactly. for me. That's how it is. Just to add to that, I feel like I've I fully relate so much with that whole from that statement of okay it's it's a feeling i can't really put words you can't i cannot like it's ineffable exactly it's ineffable and in 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 terms of worship i feel like worship for me is how exactly you express that feeling that you are feeling exactly that's why i was like worship is hard do you understand because how you said how you said how you said okay you know you get that feeling when you're making art you understand it's like that is how you are expressing yourself exactly don't worry yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Me, yeah. me you, Brimo, Kanye West. You know what's the apple. You know what's the apple. You know what's the apple. Zoom, zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, yeah, so back to me. Like, for me, like, since I was young, like, I was born Christian. Mm-hmm. And there's always been something, like I told you guys, like, those stories have been yeah. very fascinating to me. And when I think back now mm-hmm. to it, right, it's, it seems to me like that my two-year-old, seven-year-old brain mm-hmm. in 
Sunday school, saw yeah. something so powerful in the stories, like the mm. means behind them. I just couldn't articulate it yeah. for myself mentally. Yeah. Of course. Then, so it's like I would still consider myself, if we're going to define religion as um, belief system and like faith, yeah. I would still consider myself a Christian, yeah. religious. What I don't, be, what I guess the the distinction to make is I don't believe in organized religion, yes. like mm. the the commercialization of it yes. right mm. i believe in it like as a personal journey mm-hmm. in my opinion the, the bible is to me is one of the greatest works of literature yeah. it's like it's too fascinating mm-hmm. like you can of course dig deep mm-hmm. into it layers and layers and yeah. the, the teachings the lessons like i mean like it's you can't just describe it yeah. but like a lot of what you guys touched on like the most powerful things to connect to those stories are the stories of love mm-hmm. the stories of sacrifice mm-hmm. the stories of like you know toiling hard for something you believe hard in like all, yeah. sacrificing yourself for other people of course. like you know love outreach mm-hmm. like when you just connect with those particular people that stand out in the bible because yeah. the stories are so powerful mm-hmm. because if i just came to you and said hey today the topic is sacrifice yeah. and i'm teaching you in an abstract form yeah. it can never connect but when, when you use Abraham, or when yeah. you use Jesus, you yeah, see yeah, yourself yeah. Mm-hmm. in that yeah, person because he's in human form, yeah, right? Yeah. So in that way, I would still say yes, mm-hmm. religion, Christian to be particular, I, I still consider myself. And spiritual, obviously, yeah. the personal, the yeah. personal journey. Like for me, it's like you, you just you sit down one evening and you see a sunset mm-hmm. and it's it blows you away. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. You cannot understand how this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching some documentaries about what is happening like in on the microscopic level exactly. that our eyes cannot, cannot see. see that is that's where that's where god is right mm-hmm. the bible describes it as god the father son holy spirit mm-hmm. he's inside us mm-hmm. like he's everywhere mm-hmm. he's in the sky mm-hmm. he's in the smallest thing mm-hmm. so it's like we're just trying to you can't find the words yeah, right? exactly but i don't totally dismiss them i just think i have a new oh, no. Outlook, new outlook for it, a new exactly, understanding exactly, for it, exactly. and that's why, whenever I see you know abuse yeah. of it, it, yeah. it really hurts me yeah. because like it's so powerful, exactly. something that can change exactly. and save the world. Exactly. You know, of course, and exactly. Yeah. I think what's very important is to take yourself out of the box. I feel like we're all. I may, maybe I'm, okay, let me just speak for myself. I feel like I was born in this box, right? And mm. I feel like it's very important. The journey that you're taking through life is to take yourself out of that box, look into the box, understand the box, to be able to come in with a deeper and a more organized understanding as to what that box is. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of misconceptions that we have had growing up, you understand that, oh, God is this man that is somewhere. Like, he's white, he's he has yeah. beards. He has beards. Like, these, these are very basic and mundane understandings that we've had of, of religion and Christianity and God. And it's like, it's not that simple. It's you not. Understand? The Bible, like you said, it's not no, that it simple. It's not be. that straightforward that if you do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. There are good people and there are bad people. That makes no sense to me anyways. I feel like what you should focus on when, you, you know, when you're reading stories about figures of the Bible is the humanity of them in a sense. You know yeah. It's like, and really what the story is saying exactly what yeah. the story is saying and I personally think that the Bible is highly metaphorical you understand a lot of these stories that if you take them literally literally don't make any sense exactly. they are more like parables they are more like you know metaphoric st- statements and stories where like you have to look deeper into the concept and the poetry of it yeah, before exactly. you understand what exactly this thing is saying because yeah. 
personally, I do not believe that somebody just turned back and turned it to salt. Mm-hmm. You understand? <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm not saying it's a lie. I'm saying yeah. there's, a, there's a deeper but understanding as to story. what that story exactly. is. Yeah. Do you understand? And exactly. I, I feel like, look, like you can't tell me that you, you if 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 you if you're someone who reads, yes, and you read fiction, mm-hmm. or you even watch films, yeah. and you like Superman, yes. you like Spider Man. Yeah. Then you should be when you're reading the Bible, you should be doing some thought experiments. Exactly. exactly. It's the same way they carve archetypes, mm-hmm. right? Every young boy loves Superman. Mm-hmm. Why? He's this man that like women love him. He's great. He's a hero. We can all see ourselves in him. Exactly. He's an archetype of mm-hmm. a great man, a yeah. savior. Yeah. Like those stories are not random. Like mm-hmm. the Marvel stories, the Disney stories, mm-hmm. they are taking lessons from books like the bible yeah. and how it is written mm-hmm. to create stories that are universally exactly. acceptable and everybody across cultures can connect to mm-hmm. that's what i began to observe about the bible that the, the people that stand out the way their stories are they are very unique mm-hmm. like you can you can just connect to them like and the timelines mm-hmm. are very they don't they're not linear yeah do you understand mm-hmm. they're just over years and i think one thing i learned from the course that he was saying is that he was explaining to us how myths are created mm-hmm. That him, my professor, is a madman. Mm-hmm. He was saying he was trying to create a myth. <laughs> that was his goal in life. And I come on, this guy is mad. <laughs> <laughs> but what he was explaining to us that myths, right? The way they are created is that it, a quick thought experiment is you today. I don't know. You did something, or you saw you saw the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That was his, his. You were one of the human beings who actually saw the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Imagine seeing dinosaurs for the first time. How would you describe it? You will be mind blown. Mm-hmm. So maybe you draw it or you write a book. Mm-hmm. You die. Hundred years later, somebody finds it. Mm-hmm. That's knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. But they have to interpret the knowledge. Of course. So something is going to change. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It keeps happening over time yeah. till you create a myth mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. But there's evidence for it. The skeletons are somewhere in a museum somewhere. Yeah. But nobody alive today saw dinosaurs. Yeah. But we can collectively, like with our collective world cyborg brain, mm-hmm. extract the essence of the story exactly. to understand it. Exactly. And that's what like a story of Jesus or Abraham is. It's the essence of sacrifice. Exactly. The essence of love. Yeah. You know, but but yeah, I feel like yeah, this episode has been completely fantastic i've learned a lot from the conversation like this was very very interesting and i feel like i feel like somehow 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 i mean if you guys want more of it let us know let us know man (laughs) but yeah this was a fantastic episode and a perfect part where we can actually segue into the music into the music music of the week mr david let's go to the music of the week guys oh my god i feel like one (laughs) (laughs) one thing i've decided to focus on in this selection this week was songs that make me see and feel things that are inside rather than out. Mm-hmm. You understand? I love it. David. Let's go. I love it. Improper fake depression. Give them vibes. So I'm just going to go with like two of my favorite artists of all time. Okay. You know, two artists that they always make music that help me see. Right? Kanye West and Brimo. Ah, okay. I know this. I'm sorry. I apologize. Stolen. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start. First. Obviously, Kanye West. I could, there are a lot of songs I could tell you. You know, Brimo as well. There are a lot of songs I could tell you, but I feel like two songs that have have stuck with me this past few weeks, especially when I was on the, you know, our retreat. Two songs that stuck with me. We didn't even talk about a retreat. Well, exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Two, two songs that stuck with me. The first one was "Come to Life" by Kanye West. 
I think that's a very powerful song. You know? Very I think, powerful. I think is uh, I, I think people need to listen to that album done that with an open mind. People should forget about all do you the know, Sorry, do you know the piano solo at the end of Comes I've played by sixth grader? Yeah, I saw that thing. Yeah, oh, word? That piano solo. Can you do something? Oh, that's mad. Like, I was like, it's sixth grader. Sixth grader so, played that thing. And another song, I can't really pronounce this because it's Yoruba, but it's Brian Moan. It's called Okuru Meta in brackets Edun Okan. <laughs> I probably did not pronounce that well, but please go listen to that song. Grandma. Not only the, what project is it on? So it's on, sorry, it's it. on his new album called A Song, which is nine. Um, it, yeah, it's a it's a it's a two part album. He has this Yoruba part and the English part. It's fantastic music. So for me, you know, it's been what it's been a while since we recorded. So I've been vibing a lot of stuff, but you know, some things stand out to me. I don't know why nobody told me Dave's album was so good. <laughs> but no, I said that thing like three times. No, no, no. no so I listened, right? But yeah. I went, I just went, Redansk, yeah, you know, the hits, yeah. right? Then ah. I just started on my own. Like, say, yeah. let me play this thing front to back. Okay, heart attack. Cross. Bro. See. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was it the one that there was one babe that was rapping? Yes. I think so. Was that one? Yeah. No, the heart attack is the one where he talks about his mom. Yes, heart attack is the one he was talking about his mom. And then his mom, at the end, you now hear his mom crying. Yeah, that shit was emotional. That was one that was very long, right? Yes. Very Dave uh, deserves some record. This album, like his psychodrama was good, but, but this, this album is special. I think what I love the most about Dave is his storytelling. Yeah. That guy like, is I was fantastic rice. And it was like there was this screen in front Bro. of me as he was rapping. Was He's fantastic It was so good. Heart Attack is an amazing song. It's like seven minutes. It's yes, really it's long. long. Then the second one is um, Baby Kim. Mm-hmm. The name of the song is Scars. Yeah, so Baby yeah. Kim is... um. Kendrick Lamar's new artist. Mm-hmm. He was the one on um he was on, on Praise God. Yeah, he was on, on Praise God. Yeah. yeah, he was on album. His, his yeah. flow yeah. is very unique. But yes. this particular song, Scars. Was it on Scars? Yeah. He's on his new job. album. Yeah, he has yeah. a new album called The Melodic Blue. He sampled Kanye West Love Lockdown. Bro, I'm going to hear that song. You know, right love, after I mean every, Love Lockdown is special. It was and heartbreak. And Baby Kim sampled it. And yeah. the way he was just riding on those drums, yeah. like bro. Unbelievable. Then last is Thames. Thames. I, I haven't listened to that Thames new album. Thames. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for Thames myself. just dropped new music. Um, her new um EP. If yeah. Orange was a place. Yeah. And it's special. The whole yeah. thing is special. But I think vibe out. The last song really mm-hmm. stood out to me. Like I really like that song. Yeah. And the whole thing is just like super nice. Everybody yeah. check it out. So those are my. I have many, but those ones. Ashish. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, so I have an ISR song. Interesting. Um, dangerous. Maru. Um, so check and featuring ISR. Ooh, that okay. song is really, really, really nice. I mm-hmm. can't stop listening to it. Like it's just been on repeat. Yeah. And then the other one is you know a guy, Jesus Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one? Can Which you one? See? Part, Part two. Yes. <laughs> the long one. Can I love. I can't get enough of that. Bro, can I, you know you realize it that is, so is making random niggas like gospel music? It is so spiritual. <laughs> see, and I think that's the yeah. part that people need to realize. Ah, God. Anyways, let me not start again. We are standing Kanye too. But Kanye West, like, forget the fact that everybody said he's using church to do illegality. <laughs> no, I in me, I just say, everybody I, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody nobody knows. But I mean, like, if, if you catch it, what's but that loophole now? Music, innovative music innovative performance arts mm-hmm. like how do you people just sit down and be hating this guy? i don't get it. i keep i don't I'm, I'm not attacking anybody yeah. if you hate him i don't have a problem with that but i don't see think you can objectively hate his music yeah, exactly. and maybe that's me yeah. yanning boss because everybody say art is subjective yeah, right exactly. but 
come you have to be mad I mean to be honest the things that see, we are feeling from these songs a lot of people might not be feeling them yeah, people are just listening I'm like what the fuck is this everybody, yeah. So, yeah. everybody get their own but man um, but Jesus yeah, Lord right? Jesus, Jesus Lord, Lord part 2 this guy G Electronica's wow, verse magnificent uh, bro absolutely magnificent smart but yeah okay I'll go Um, thank god David did not mention the one I wanted to mention oh, yeah, I got you man <laughs> but from Ramos Eshan how did they pronounce it? I think it's a Yes, so the singer's teacher's Nine, nine. Nine. Nine in Yoruba. Meji, Meji. Hey, Meji, Meji. I don't understand. Let's go. You know you guys are falling my hand, right? What? To me, people are not calling it's the most special where, where, song. I know that's that that Akoko. No, the Okonfu one where we're No, that one is nice. But you see this, I feel like I have a... I mean, major, major. I remember when we first heard that song. When I played that song outside at the retreat, and everybody was like, because first of all, everybody was just chilling, like we we're not really focused on the music. But then when we were hearing, it was like, what is what? going on? Look, here? you know when vibes. they say it's like Brian was performing in heaven, <laughs> and then all his backup singers were angels. Bruce. That was how that, that, especially that last like sixteen bars of that major major song. Hey, God of mercy, spiritual. I need to actually wow. find out so why he used a lot of number references on that album. Exactly. Because Meiji Meiji is too, too. You know what yeah. I realized? Hmm. About nine. And we're reading it um, about the Baha'i faith. Oh, yeah. The meaning of nine. And what was it again? Oh, yeah. The nine petals in that building, right? Exactly. I can't remember who. But what? then the fact that nine is the last of the single digits. And there's something special about that. Yeah. Anyways, but it's about the Baha'i faith. And the Baha'i I think it's something about totality. Exactly. Like, because yeah. after nine, it's back yeah. to zero. Exactly. Because he, in the, in the, in the, in the album, he, he referenced a lot of numbers. There was Meiji, there was Meta. And the album itself is called Nine. Obviously, I sound. So I'm, yeah. I, I need to actually go and wonder. Um, like, why is <laughs> but yeah, that's Meiji Meiji one, and the second one is a popular one. It's on CLB, but it's fucking fans. <laughs> yeah, I love fucking fans. That's <laughs> a good one. I don't. Do you love fucking fans? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? I beg, I beg, I joke. I kid, I kid, I kid. But yeah, fucking fans. Have you listened to fucking fans? Yep, yep, it's not, yep, yep. I have my CLB playlist. Yeah, and, and fucking fans now on it. it, 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 it Are you serious? For yeah. real? It's only one song from that. Oh, song that's definitely on my top. No, like you know the irony. My favorite song is "Can You Rest This." No, no, no. The thing is that <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I mean, seven a.m. on Brittle Park is this is the remorse. The remorse. All those jams are good, but those ones I'm sure everybody has heard. But I feel mm. like fucking fans yeah. is a really good song that people might not have listened to. I'll, I'll, very I'll give it a second. Yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe I'm. I've no yeah. Fucking fans is, is really, really. It, that is because me when I was into the album, I was looking for that Drake signature move. Mm-hmm. That is about you know the same way Kanye. Kanye's album is very, very personal. Right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. talking about death of his mom. The same way Dave's album is very personal. personal he talks yeah. about personal things. On that song, he was talking about a lot of very personal shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Drake. So, those very introspective rap songs. Those are my exactly. favorite rap songs. Like, Where he was talking about... Painting. Exactly. He was talking about very rich and it was very, very descriptive. So, yeah. fucking fans, Meiji Meiji. Interesting. Okay. No, I mean, that's fire I beg, music. As usual, let me just add one more. I beg no, but David, I don't want to pronounce now. it, but please drop that Brian one as a bonus. People need to hear that song. Yeah, yeah that's okay. We can add what? that in the description. It's that called, jams, yeah, it's called Okonfu One Wewe, I think. So let me not play it. It's, it's called number four on Okon the Yoruba Okon album. Okonmiti Four Wewe. Okonmiti Four Wewe. This year, Yoruba special. is special. Yeah. I'm, I'm an Idoma boy, please. My Yoruba no nice. But my own extra, like the bonus one I wanted to add was Doomed by Moses Somni. Yeah, doing this man. That is a jam. Yeah, this man. I, I li- I've listened to that song for the past two days now. The slow down reverb version. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to that song, that jam is very, very spiritual. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, fantastic music. Special. Fantastic episode. 
man, guys, this episode is actually special. This very is very special. the original fake deep. <laughs> yeah, now, actually, this is the first real fake deep fake one. Deep. <laughs> actually, <laughs> everything you know they do before the play. Let's tell you, let's get it. No, but yeah, yeah fantastic man. episode. Thank, Thank you guys so much for this episode. I feel nah, like this I was great. Yeah. Thank you episode. for the continued support. Please interact, you know, show your boys love, comment, share, yeah, like, sure. subscribe, everything. Yeah, 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 subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. The videos are better. You can see, you know, the new You can put you can put you can put faces to the voices. Faces exactly. to the voices, yeah. yeah. But yeah, fantastic. I love the conversations. I feel like I learned a lot from everybody today. And I'm sure like the listeners like learned something. And please we want to I want to hear about the people's perspectives on religion because yeah. I think that was the central exactly. yeah, and, and so true. like in the comments, you know, let us know what you think. Like yeah, I want exactly. to know how people are on their own how personal journeys to yeah, write exactly. your essay for us on YouTube <laughs> in the comments. Exactly. Send us <laughs> stuff, we'd love to see. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Um and uh with have that. Have we'll a great week. Have a great week. Have a great we'll week. See you in two weeks. Good night. We'll see you in two weeks. Spread Peace. Peace. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it, share it, and follow us on all socials at TFDRadio underscore. You can find more information in the podcast description. Also, please do not forget to check out the Fake Deep Radio playlist on Spotify made specially for you. Have a great week. What? What?